What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I am your host, Adam Meredith. And man, guys, everybody, I am struggling today. Man, it's Monday. Christmas is here in a couple days. I uh, I would like to pretend that I'm always on my shit. And, uh, you know... I've been off of it a little bit these last few days, man, which is ironic because my guest today is all about healthy eating. But we did talk about the 80-20 rule, and I've been on that 20 these last few days. You know, I've been eating a whole lot, drinking, decided to take a random trip. Uh, You know, just my girlfriend and I, we just picked up and drove to Indianapolis and checked it out for a few days, a couple days. And, uh, man, I'm feeling it today, guys. Oh, man. Whew. You know, it happens. It happens. This is the ebb and flow of life. It's time to get back on it, though. I think I'm going to quit drinking. I keep saying it. I am. I'm just going to quit drinking. This shit, I get no benefit out of drinking at all. My stomach fucking hurts. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with it if, uh, you know, if it's your thing and you can do it healthily. You're not healthily, but... uh responsibly and all that good shit and I don't have an issue with drinking I just don't like the way it makes me feel the next day you know I don't ever get so you know to the point where I get sick or anything but man just the combination of alcohol with uh you know just maybe too many carbohydrates like I had a ton of fucking pizza over the weekend and just shitty food, donuts. We always do this thing where we get donuts in every city that we go to. So the best donuts I've ever had so far are in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee, Gibson Donuts, fucking phenomenal. But while we were in Indy, we went to this place called Long's Bakery. Man, those donuts are pretty good too. It's, it's, a, close, it's a close second for me. And uh, just the combination of too much fucking sugar and carbs and alcohol, it's got me all fucked up. I'm just like, man, I just need to step back and chill. And I've been playing with the idea or just in my mind wrestling with the idea rather of, man, I think I'm just going to quit drinking. I'm just going to do it. I I mean, there's not really a ton of benefit there to me because, again, like I said, the next day I always feel like I'm just – I just don't feel my best. So I don't know. We'll see. (sighs) All right, guys. Hey, this episode brought to you by my good friends over at St. Louis Deck and Fence. Go check them out, stldeckandfence.com. Listen, if you're in the market for a new deck or a new fence, these guys will get it taken care of for you. Excellent craftsmanship. Like I said, we're about to get a privacy fence put in here at my house, and these guys are going to do it for sure. Uh, Check them out, stldeckandfence.com. Com. Let them know we sent you. I know they'll take care of you because these guys are amazing. Also, we are brought to you by my good friends over at Jumbo Superfoods. Go to jumbocbd.com. Check them out. They have a full line of products. They have topicals. They have bombs. They have sprays. They have a uh, a ghee, uh, MCT ghee, and then they also have a. Uh, a brand new extra virgin olive oil. So check those out. I love both of those products. Man, I love all of their products, really. Here are my favorites. I'm going to give you the rundown. I love the Muscle Bomb. It 
is game changing for my sore joints and muscles after I do jujitsu and training and different things. Absolutely love the cinnamon spray. I love putting that in my coffee or oatmeal or different things like that. And then I do really love the ghee and the uh, extra virgin olive oil. Different reasons. I love putting the ghee in like my coffee. Um, uh, it, well, it's a butter. They're just different things, but I love them both. So the cooking oils and then the spray and the topical love them all go check them out you can save 20 percent when you use the code outside at checkout and hey guys listen they are for sure doing buy two get one free you throw two in your cart you'll get that third one free then you'll save 20 percent when you use the code outside at checkout off of the entire order it's a win-win for everybody so go to jombocbd.com today Hey guys, my guest, I am sitting down with Jillian Tedesco. Jillian is the CEO and founder of Fit Flavors. She is also a former personal trainer and she is a chef. Uh, man, we had a fun conversation. Jillian started, you know, cooking for others and, and, and she started her company a decade ago and you know the the company has grown they have three locations here in the st louis area they are now delivering to seven states their food is phenomenal let me tell you guys uh you can the, the thing is you know so many people don't know what to eat you know anytime I'm, you know I'll, I'll be talking with clients or i'll be you know friends and family and you know it's it i'm always surprised how many people don't know what is healthy or what is real food so that's where a company like jillian's comes in where you know they are providing uh pre-made meals for you you know they cook these meals for you they portion them out for you they give you the nutrition uh nutritional value for you and it's all quality real food and that's the key so many people are eating food like products which aren't real food you know it's coming in a box it's coming in a bag it's a it's a refined processed carbohydrates it's loaded with you know chemicals and artificial flavors and and uh you know and shitty fats and man it's just it's just uh it's it's hard out there for real if you don't really know what you're doing you don't know how to read food labels um you know people are busier and busier today and they don't really take the time to you know invest uh, you know, in, in, in good food. So that's where a company like Jillian's comes in. They do all that for you. They are providing great quality food, real food. And uh, all you have to do is uh, either go online, go to fit-flavors.com. They'll mail it to you. Uh, you know, you can come into the store and pick it up. You know, you can call ahead, whatever you want to do. Check them out, fitflavors.com, fit-flavors.com. That's who we're sitting down with, the woman herself, Jillian Tedesco. I know, I just went into a straight pitch of her of her company, but dude, they're fucking awesome, and um, I think you guys should definitely check them out. I know you'll enjoy it, and I really enjoyed this conversation, so let me stop my rambling, everybody. Let's get to the star of the show. All right, guys, let's gain some perspective with... Jillian Tedesco. Cool. We're rocking and rolling, Jillian. Okay. Jillian Tedesco. 
right? That's yeah. not correct. Yeah. I have this huge fear of like oh, saying sure. people's names wrong. Yeah. I, because of that, for the longest time, I would just avoid people's names. I'm just like, ah, oh, I'll just call them. And yeah, just, just shorten their name. A whole lot of mans, a whole lot of dudes in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. But um so we actually kind of talked about it a little bit off camera, but uh I wanted to start with uh kind of maybe not even like business related, but uh how often do you play golf? Uh I know like that's like one of your passions as far as I mean, I'm falling on the gram like you're out there and you're walking, which is the most impressive thing is what I've noticed. It's fun. Yeah, when did you start golfing and like how often do you So do the that? funny thing, I started golfing because um my husband, he he got into it, and I realized how much he liked it. And he's actually really good. He he yeah. does a lot for work, taking clients out and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I sh- I'm athletic, and I was like, if I play golf, this would be something great I could do to spend quality time with him as we get older. Oh, okay. So it was merely like my my first intention to start playing was this could be a good way to spend quality time instead of being that wife like oh you're going to the golf course like I would just go with him yeah so I picked up a club I think I was 26 and um you know you hit a do you play golf so I have played golf I don't say, okay. I won't say I play golf because like you have to like do that on a regular basis yeah but I did for a while I so really enjoy it it's funny about my golf game because before I started Fit Flavors yeah. I, I was a personal trainer and there was a point for probably like two years where I did both I was doing this business on the side and I was still training and then I I started golf right about then and then this business started to pick up to where I resigned from personal training okay and it was kind of like I just had one job then so I had all this free time so I I was at the golf course every day like just practicing and then I'd walk nine by myself and then I'd chip and putt I mean sometimes I'd be up there for six hours like because I would only work uh a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and a little bit on Monday with this cooking thing. Okay. And um, so I could be at I could be at the course Tuesday, Wednesday, and a little bit on Thursday. Yeah. So I mean, in my eyes, three days a week is a lot. It's it, so addictive, though. It, I mean, just go whether you're going to the driving range or you're playing nine. Yeah, because you'll play horrible, and then you'll hit a couple good shots, and you're like, oh yeah, I can do it, I can do it, and then you come back and you. Yeah, yeah. I never realized how much business is really done on the golf course. Yes. I mean, I don't do business on the golf course, but yeah, I've watched. I've watched my husband. Yeah, well, you, you mentioned yeah, your husband will be out there, yeah. and uh, I've met just so many cool people out there playing. And you know, it's such a relaxed state. I mean, like we were talking about how I met my husband at the gym. Like, yeah. you, you're in like your zone outside of work, so it's it's not so salesy right. when you're out there. You're right. just maybe having a beer on the golf course right. and, and playing and just having a conversation. And then boom, something starts. Right, you know? right. What kind of clubs do you use? Uh, Taylor made. Taylor made. Mm-hmm. Such good clubs. Such good clubs. I was thinking about getting new ones just because they're old, but I'm like, I don't see. I don't think I play that much now. I don't. Okay. I mean, just. Several times a year. I mean, I'm not like out there every week. I wish I was. I just well, it's snowing now. I mean, you couldn't even be out. yeah, but still in the <laughs> summer. Um, no, I mean it's been a lot of work and babies the last couple of years. Yeah, so. yeah. I've just I've noticed that um, a lot of successful business people like they have those like those self care things, mm-hmm. whether that's golf or some sort of passion that uh you know they set that time aside for and mm-hmm. it just it when you do take that time it just helps with everything else yeah i mean yeah. i i love being selfish with my time yeah uh, for me it's going to the gym or just 
sometimes I like to just go shopping by myself and just be alone and yeah. just listen to music or a podcast in my car. Um, if I've got like a half a day or something and just, just be alone and go talk to people at the mall or something like, I don't know why I love that. Yeah. Maybe because I'm shopping too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that, that, you know, you like to be selfish with your time. Yeah. I think that word is viewed in a, like a negative light a lot of times, but if you're not selfish with your, like, if you're not taking care of yourself first, yeah. how are you supposed to take care of anybody else? And, you know, there there's ebbs and flows with it. There's times where I'm like, oh, I'm on it. I'm hitting all my workouts. I've yeah. been able to blow dry my hair three times this week. I, I put together. And then there's other weeks where I'm like, I'm a mess. And I'm like, I, I made it to the gym one time, you know? Yeah. And so it just, but I, but I always strive to keep yeah. myself put together and work out, but you yeah. know. So it's constant ups and downs. Yeah, it is. I yeah. mean, it's never perfect. No, it never is. Everybody, that's, it, that's probably the, the downside of like social media and kind of just the climate that we're in uh -huh. as far as society. Everybody kind of sees the highlight reel. Yeah. And you know, that's another thing I noticed with like social media. I mean, I post, but I probably don't post as much as I should, but I always want people to see me no matter how I look. Sometimes I look when I feel put together and other times like I'm in my kitchen yeah. and I look like I'm in my kitchen. And <laughs> um, I just, I want to come off as real because I don't have time to just fix myself up every time for the camera. Like yeah. that's just not realistic. No, not at all. And um, for me, like the busy life that I have with having a business and kids, it, it just, I don't have time to do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Know? I know this imagination plays a big role. People will start to, and I've been guilty of this, like I'll see a picture, I'll see a clip, and then you just start filling in all these details. <laughs> like, oh, man, they must be doing this, they must be doing all that. And it's like, I like those memes to where it'll be like a close-up shot, and then it'll be like, a 10 feet view type shot and it's like just somebody oh. sitting next to like a washing machine or something but they made it look like they're on the <laughs> airplane <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen that one you'll have to send me that i'll have one. to send that to you oh. I, I just saw that one yesterday i was like oh, it's so true like perception is reality but it's not always what it seems wow you know what i mean yeah now um Let's. I'm gonna segue. It's not. It's not a clean segue. I was trying. To f I was trying to think of a smooth segue here. But oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> now you started your business w five years ago. No, ten years ago. Ten years I'm ago. In, right? I'm like year eleven almost. Yeah, I know. So you started originally. You were. Um, you were doing the personal training, and then you transitioned to being the personal chef, right? Yeah. Was that the start of Fit Flavors? Was yeah. that the brand at the time? Mm -hmm. Okay. I actually, uh, I called it Flavors by Jillian. Okay. Yeah, it was just always about the food and the flavors. And then when, obviously, I opened a brick and mortar, I didn't want to have my name on the business and be one of those people. I yeah. was like, yeah, I'm just going to call it Fit Flavors so it's associated with healthy. Yeah. But I didn't want to have my name on the business. That's why I took it off. That's probably a good move, right? I mean. I don't know. I mean, this is so funny because, like, I still cook for some of my other people, and they're like, oh, my Jillian meals. I'm like, oh my God, they still call it that. Yeah. It's so funny, but whatever. Those are like the old school yep. patrons, right? The OGs, I yeah. call them. Yeah, it's like, you know, those are the day ones. Oh, yeah. Man, so what made you want to, to take that transition into like the kitchen um, as opposed to, I mean, I feel like I know so much about you because I, I always do my research. Uh -huh. I mean, like I've listened to, I think, almost every podcast you've done. Oh, wow. But uh, <laughs> but it's, um, so just for the listeners recap, you started personal training very mm -hmm. young, 18, right? Yeah. Moved to Miami. Mm-hmm. Came here, um, St. Louis, at mm -hmm. 19 or 20? Yeah, I was, uh, I just turned 20, yep. 
Yeah. So let's just start there. You're 20. You just get to a new city. You're in St. Louis. Don't know anybody. Yeah. Like, walk me through that time in your life. Like, what was going on for you? Well, I had actually moved up here with a guy. Okay. And <clears throat> not the best guy. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> uh, but we uh, we started working at a gym. It was like a family-owned gym in the Valley. And I had developed this weight loss system called the Body Management Systems. And it was my weight loss program. I created oh, it. okay. So I kind of walked my clients through personal training, helping them, like, set their cardio, that steady-state cardio. that um, they would do on their own and helping them understand why they needed to do that. And then nutrition coaching, just just helping them eat better. You know, I wasn't specifically writing diets, but more so sharing recipes and just like how to grocery shop and like what are complex carbs versus not that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, I ended up leaving that gym and going to a personal training studio. And I took that program with me and it, it really blew up there, and I, I managed that program for this facility, and there was about 15 personal trainers, and I was managing selling all these, and then I would be selling it for other trainers, and uh, at the time, I was 20 years old, yeah. um, and I would have them do the training, but I did all the nutrition coaching, so I was literally managing all the clients that were coming in through this place, and then um, I broke up with my boyfriend at the time, and one of the guys there was like, hey, I'm getting out of this place. Do you want to, like, come with me and we'll open up our own gym? And I'm young and dumb, and I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's open a business. Let's basically get married and just I don't know anything about you. And Head first. All the money I had saved up, I dove head in, you know, and um, we did this beautiful build out. And uh, I didn't – he was kind of like the main owner. I think I owned – 33% of the business. Okay. Um, so he kind of did more of the admin things and he left me to do more of the sales and manage the se- the personal training and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so I was still working 60 hours a week and, um, you know, I would, it wasn't paying ourselves cause we were trying to make rent and do all that stuff. And he just kept spending, spending money on the facility and it looked amazing, but like we just didn't have the sales to support it. So we struggled yeah. for a couple of years. And then on my 25th birthday, I had a falling out with, with him and, um, I basically walked out of my business oh, and, really? and quit. And, uh, I remember going home and I was with my, my husband was my boyfriend at the time. I had met him through this and he was like, what do you mean you quit? I'm like, I just can't go back. And that was a very pivotal moment in my life. I, um, just kind of went downhill after that. Like I felt like all, you know, like you kind of have like probably a sense of ego about you. You're 24, you have your own business. You think you're like, you've made it, you're doing it. And you have this, your whole identity. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, I lost that and it was just kind of a shock to me yeah. and I'm like, who am I? Um, and I think internalizing that fear, I mean, now I look back and that's exactly what it was, but then I didn't know it. It just felt empty and insecure and yeah. I started having anxiety, like to the point where I couldn't sleep at night and I would have panic attacks. Yeah. Um, I called 911 one time and had the paramedics take me to the hospital. Yeah. Like, um, I remember laying in the hospital bed and the nurse said to me, um, Jillian, your vitals checked out perfectly. Hun, you're you're great. You didn't have a heart attack. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, no, I did. And she's like, has anything traumatic happened to you like in the last couple of weeks? And I was like, yeah, I lost my business. How did you know? And she's like, you just had a panic attack. Yeah. And, um, I remember thinking like me having a panic attack, like what? Like, it didn't make sense. No. Yeah. So g- grappling with that and then... Um, 
just kind of soul searching after that. Like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Um, I spent a lot of time in prayer. I got really close to God um, and just putting my trust in him that he would put me on the right path. And right. God did present himself to me um, very vividly, like three times in one week, basically like Jillian, I'm here. I hear you. Okay. And uh, you want me to tell you? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I love that you ask. Um, I don't get to tell this story enough. Tell me, please. Um, so I was spending hours every day praying in the morning and reading my Bible, just like searching and journaling out all my feelings and hate. And as I was studying the Bible, the one thing that I was learning was Jesus forgives. Yeah. And if you want to be like him, you have to learn to love and forgive as well. Like we need to love our enemies. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I got to forgive Scott, who is my ex-business partner. Mm-hmm. If I'm ever going to be able to love and move on. Yeah. So I prayed, God, help me forgive him. I, 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 I hate this guy right now. It's a tough thing to do. Yeah. Um, but like in my heart, I wanted it. I yeah. just didn't know how I would do it. Well, the next day I saw him drive past me on the road and it was like, oh my gosh, I hadn't seen him since it happened. It was oh, probably wow. three months after the fact. And then that evening he texts me out of the blue. Oh, wow. And it just opened the dialogue and we both apologized for, you know, what we had said to one another. And, yeah. um, at, at that time, I had already said, and um, you know, like, you know, I think I'm, I'm trying to remember the timeline exactly. I think I had started cooking then, but um, I, I said I forgave him, and literally the door closed, and that was step one. Close of that chapter. Yeah, yeah. and it was like, okay. And um, I remember spending a lot of time in my Bible reading and just questioning the whole birth of Jesus, <laughs> like, and the three wise men like finding him in the manger in the middle of nowhere. And just, um, I spent hours Googling the three wise men. Like I was just like, so, so interested about that. And, um, I was at the farmer's market like that weekend shopping and ended up buying some of that like homemade soap. Do you know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? Yep. And there was probably a hundred different flavors. And there was this little girl, you could tell she was there with like the, the parents that were a farmer. And I said to her, I'm like, I don't know which soap to pick. Like, which one's your favorite one? And, like, it was almost like I remember s- we were under this, like, um, this walkway, and the sun was, like, shining right down on us. And she picked up the soap, and she, like, looked at me, and she, like, held it out, and she was like, this is my favorite soap. And it said uh, gold or frankincense and myrrh. Oh, wow. And yeah. I was like – okay, this is random. And I just felt the sun shining down on me. I felt like God was looking at me saying, Jillian, I know you're seeking me. I hear you. Yeah. And that's what that said to me. And I was like, and then I had just had that incident with Scott happen. Right. Okay. So, okay. Maybe those both could be random. Okay. Right. So, and I'm like, man, that's just so much. I started bawling, like bought the soap. (laughs) (laughs) Go back to the car. Have a good cry. (laughs) Um, I went, I, so after I left that studio, I took my clients to like another gym right around the corner and I'd been working there part time. And, uh, the whole time I was working there, there was a guy who was working the front desk with me and I was filling in, like covering the smoothie bar. And he was always trying to get me to go to church. So we would kind of talk about God and he was kind of counseling me through a lot of this stuff that I was seeking. Yeah. And, um, 
we, one day we were we were there. Th- now this all happened within seven days. This is all within one week. Oh. Yeah, this is all within one week. And um, he was actually the one that told me to go read the gospel that I should seek out, and God would give me the answers. Okay. So I was telling him about that that incident at the the farmers market or whatever. And um, so we're behind the bar, and this lady comes up, never seen her before, no idea who she is. And, like, she stops, like she's going to order a smoothie. And yeah. she goes, are you Jillian? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, hi, can I, can I help you? What What do you need? Do you want a smoothie? And she just got, like, ghost white. And um, she looked at me and she was like, um, um, I want to let you know you've been on my heart lately. I'm like, who are you? You know? <laughs> yeah, and she just... reached over the counter and she touched my hand and she goes, God told me to tell you that everything is going to be okay. Whoa. And then she left, and I never saw that lady again. Wow. So, you know, that was really weird. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, I was like, does God work, like, through people like that? I mean, I don't see why not. So um, another very emotional moment for me, um, you know, I'd lost my business, felt like my life was over, was in this hole, seek God. I, I really seeked him and said, God, help me. I, I Show me the way, like lead me out of this, showed me how to forgive, um, showed me he hears me when I seek him and then basically smacked me in the face with that woman. Like, right. I never will doubt him again. And like, he's never presented himself quite like that, but I don't think I ever will need him to. Yeah. And it really changed my direction, my thought process. I said, you got to get out of your own head. Like, yeah. what makes you happy? And at the time, I just, I loved food and I loved cooking. I always loved counseling people with their nutrition. And yeah. I had a lot of happiness around food. So um, literally, I said, you know what? I'm just going to start cooking for my clients on the weekend and help them lose the weight because yeah. I got all this extra time. I'm not running my business anymore. And it's really how it started. And I uh, just started cooking because that's what I wanted to do. And it brought me joy. And I said, just have faith. Yeah. I will walk down this path that he said, go ahead and follow what makes you happy. And literally that's how it started. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is one hell of a week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so <laughs> I luckily I journaled a lot of this stuff. So yeah. I've, I've been able to go back and read it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from a whole different perspective now, right? You're on the other side of it. Yeah. Because that sounds like that was a very like you're at a crossroads essentially. Exactly. Right? I mean, a lot of a lot of things are changing. Uh-huh. You're trying to figure out like what's the next step. Um, I mean, you're you're diving deep into your faith, kind of like really questioning some things. Yeah. And then boom, like all of this happens in one week. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is it. Uh huh. Wow, that's cool. That's so cool. I think that um, you said so. You were really diving into your faith and doing a whole bunch of research. Like, were you just kind of like lost at that time and just kind of questioning some things? So I um, I grew up in church. Like my mom always took me. Like, yeah. I, but I always say you have to like opt into everything you do. Right, like, and that's why I ask. And like, I don't want to say I never needed God. I always loved God, but yeah. but I needed Him then. Like, I needed to know that I wasn't alone and yeah. that he was there for me and he was. And, um, you know, like there's, they always say God is enough and just believing that, you know, putting my faith in him and letting go of like my fear. Yeah. Um, you know, cause there was a lot of fear and anxiety in my body with whatever I was dealing with, you know? Right. Um, but just kind of saying, you know, I got you and just kind of just led me in another direction. Yeah. 100%. I just, I think so many people, um, 
especially if you come from like the Midwest or the United States, uh, you know, we're, we're raised a certain way and it's typically Christian, but then you don't really take the time to like really actually like learn why you feel a certain way or think a certain mm -hmm. thing. And I think it's important to have that, that moment of discovery and like figure it out for yourself. Like and I, I've always been super intrigued about other religions and just understanding everybody's perspective. Yeah. Um, you know, I know some people say the universe and God and then Jesus, and those are all three different things. And But knowing what those mean and what they mean to me. and Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes I think it's just semantics. You know, like, is, is God, whether it's the universe or it's God. And, and I wish I had the answer. Yeah, no, I, I don't know what the answer is either. But I'm, I think ultimately what it goes down to is um, whether you're operating from, like, a place of love or mm -hmm. a place of, like, fear. Right? True. I mean, because, mm -hmm. like, you mentioned to you, like, you were, like, it was fear and anxiety and like that didn't produce anything good no, in life right? right but then when you start coming from that place of love then you can start having like acceptance and there's positivity there and there's just a lot of benefits there so yeah I, I thought that was just such a cool part of your story that you really like took that time to to go down that path and i will say like I did the work like yeah. I was reading a lot and journaling a lot hours a day. Yeah. I mean, I engulfed myself in it because I was so obsessed with figuring that out and changing where I was. I was not OK with where I was. And I was like, I got to I got to work on me. Right. So I need to spend time on this. Like I. I, I yeah. I, not that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go to, I, I tried to go to a therapist. Mm -hmm. I, I think I met with her twice and it just didn't connect for me. Yeah. I found more connection in writing out my anger and how I was feeling. And it kind of helped me get through a lot of it. It yeah. was just like letting it out yeah. and helped me realize, okay, that's how I feel. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and you found what works for you. Everybody's so, mm -hmm. we're all such individuals mm -hmm. and you can even extrapolate this to like, whether it's nutrition or, 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 you know, fitness or whatever the case, like there's no one size fits method. On right how, on how you're going to get through anything yeah and i think that's like that with personal development too because yeah. for some people it's visualization for some people it's reading other right. people it's what whatever going to conferences or whatnot but like yeah. whatever works for you you do have to figure that out because i'm not someone that was talking about this with anyone like i yeah. i, I kind of worked through a lot of this on my own yeah and just got through it yeah so <laughs> you, you know you you make that choice you know to to start into the business yep. now as far as you know nutrition is concerned because that is a, a big pain point for a lot of people i'm sure right was that was that kind of uh or let me ask you this what was your biggest beef with training people like what was the thing that was like oh man like was it, is it, you know, you're writing out programs and then like they don't. That do I didn't like about training? Yeah. What was that thing that was like, you know what, man? Like, oh. I think the, the, the best way for me to help people is this nutrition piece. I didn't like quit training because I didn't like it. Okay. No, I quit training because the business was taking off. It I was couldn't just, physically just, do that both. That was just better. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt way more fulfilled doing the cooking like I was right. helping more people. Right. Um, but the only thing I could say that sometimes training, it it's wears on you is, I mean, you spend, 10 hours a day with 10 different people. Right. That'll suck your energy. It's just that constant, you know, trading time for money. Yeah. And you're talking to them. You have to be inspiring and motivating. Don't bring your shit to the table because they got their own shit. You need to be something positive for them. So, yeah. like, I was just always giving my all every hour all the time. And yeah. it's like, it can be draining. It really can. Yeah. Do you take that same mentality and just now kind of put that into your team as you're building because you have 50 employees now right yeah well i mean it, you can be mentoring someone or you could be yeah. you know trying to collaborate with them and when you're going from you know designing a recipe to yeah. talking about marketing to you know creating a spreadsheet to like customer service in the storefront i mean it's just all different avenues and you got to give the same energy to every manager and lead because you want to you you want them 
to, to feel like you got their back. I want them to feel like I have their back, you right. know? So I want to serve them in every way I can. So if I am... Right, yeah. If, if I you, mean, if, that is not going to produce anything good for them. Right, yeah. If you don't have the energy, right, which takes us back, I guess, to the beginning of the conversation, yep. like having that, you know, that, that yep. time for you, yeah. taking care of yourself, yep. whatever those are. So you also do, like, yoga and, uh-huh. like, what else is, like, your go-to to help recharge you? Uh, oh, God, I love being alone. Yeah, just, just that Girly solidarity. stuff. Yeah. Like, when I feel like I can take care of myself as a woman, whether that's um, going to get my hair done, <laughs> going to get my nails done, um, like I say, blow dry my hair like it's a big deal, but yeah. finding time to shower and blow dry your hair and put your makeup on and getting all ready, like I love that process. Yeah. Because then I feel like I get to present myself to my husband with my best self, and yeah. like it's it's I love to do that, and yeah. it's just me time. Like if I go to the gym and I have an hour to like get ready, yeah, I love that time because I'm by myself. <laughs> my girlfriend's like that. Like it, almost every Saturday, without fail, it's like she'll take like four to six hours. So like she'll have her same. She'll go get Routine. her hair done, or she'll go get her nails done, or she'll go to the, she'll go to the gym. It really or, does make you feel amazing. Yeah, she has the same routine, but it's all about that just being alone and like getting those things done, and then she's like good to go. It's quiet. Yeah, like I like quiet. Like um, I can definitely talk, but you know, I have some girlfriends that just don't shut up, and I can only take them in pieces. Just there's so much noise because like I feel like my my life is so much noise with work and my kids being pulled from everywhere. It's just like I just want quiet. Yeah. My mom's quiet. She's she's she could talk, but she's quiet, and I love that. I could be around her forever. <laughs> it's just quiet. I could just sit. There's a lot to be like had just sitting in the silence. I'm always surprised how many people don't like to do that. Have you ever gone floating? Uh, I'm not much of a floater. I'm not like a lake person. No, no, like uh, like float tank. Oh, float tank. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say I didn't have the best experience when I did that because I was in a bad spot in life i feel like everything in the float was just not good thinking just all bad i should go back and give it another chance because i i literally i got out of the float tank early like i could not get my mind off what i was stressing about oh yeah that matters like whether or not you're like in the right headspace oh man i was not in the right headspace yeah because you're just you're just stuck there with your thoughts yes yeah then like you're ruminating on something and you can't take action that's probably pretty hard see i think that's why i like yoga because it's like moving meditation yeah for me um I am a little bit more high energy and I, I like to be moving. I'm kind of quick with everything I do. So yeah. to sit still is one, I mean, to be quiet is one thing, but to sit still and be quiet, that's really hard. That's so at least with yoga, I'm like moving. Right. Yeah. It's like a moving meditation. Mm-hmm. I use jujitsu for that a lot of times. Sure. Like I've been doing it for so long and if I go with somebody who's just not as good as me, it's it's really not that much of a Because you just want to keep going and yeah. sparring and yeah. not so stopping, it's like, right? It's like, let's just move. Let's just move. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about you, like, hurting me or anything like that. Right. It's just, let's just turn off the mind and there's just some, go. There's, like, some art to that and beauty to that. Yeah, yeah. So, for me, um, I find movement was, like, the first language that I've actually learned. Because, um, like, I'm so, I'm so health conscious and, well, not movement, but movement is a language in itself, rather. And I found, for me, the first movement language I learned was, like, wrestling. Um, grappling, so I just like translated that right into jujitsu, and it's just like a huge part of my life. I think that's actually why I fought for so long, mm. is because like that's how I truly express myself is through like physicality and like movement and different huh. things, and like that was for like that was my art, that was my way to like be myself and communicate that's myself. Me, me, my for peers. me, it's cooking. For cooking, yeah, one hundred percent. Like, yeah, all day. Give me a frying pan. I'm happy. I absolutely <laughs> love cooking. I re- you can really like fall into a flow state when you're cooking. Like, do you do that? Like, where sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't really feel like cooking, and then I'll start cooking, and then an hour later, it's like, oh shit, where'd the time go? And like, I just I feel so relaxed. You ever feel like that? 
I never not want to cook. Really? I always want to cook. You don't get burned out, like, considering, like, this is your business? Like I don't cook for Fifth Flavors. Right, but you started cooking, right, for, like, a long, like, so yeah. you're doing the, the um, personal chef, yeah. right? And yeah. then when you're in your house, it was you cooking, right? Yeah. And then, like, obviously, you, you've removed yourself from that part of the business. Mm -hmm. So I guess it just doesn't, I guess... Yeah, I guess you're yeah. right. It doesn't matter, right? Because you're not cooking every day for work. Yeah, no. So, so now you just do it for maybe enjoyment at home. Maybe it would be different if I was cooking every day. Yeah, that yeah, makes no. sense. I do a lot of the recipe design, but yeah. like at home, like I will cook like what's all the time. Your, what's your go-to? Do you have any go-tos or do you try to like mix it up? For home? Yeah, if like some like some yeah. go-to uh, yeah. meals that you like to make. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty simple. Like I eat pretty clean. So yeah. I'm like very staples. Like I do veggies yeah. and a protein, whether that's eggs or beef or chicken or something like that right. and um uh typically a rice or a potato like yeah. that 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 stuff is just always at my house like i always i'm i'm typically like a stir fry person so okay. my like my go-to meal is typically like five or six different veggies yeah like some type of aromatics whether it's garlic or ginger mm -hmm. maybe a scrambled egg or like i said some chicken or something and yeah. then uh fresh herbs right that is it and then if i have Super rice or simple. potato great yeah but yeah, I mean, like, I always try to have all the veggies ready to go so I can just fire yeah, them up. just real whole food. Yeah. I think people make nutrition too complicated. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll, sometimes I'm training people. You, you try to give them ideas what to eat, or um, I found that a lot of people, what they think is food isn't, like, really food. Yeah, that's the scary part. Right? Yep. They're always going towards what, what's in a box or a bag, or there's so many processed foods out there. Mm -hmm. I think... I think the fact that we even put the word food on the end of that is kind of like injustice to like what real food is. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be complicated. Like you said, just vegetables, some protein, and uh, like I said, some aromatics, whether that's spices or, you know, add a, uh, a carb, real whole carbs, rice, potatoes. Mm -hmm. like we eat a lot of that stuff. Yeah. 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 And then so that's, was that the, the like the principles that you just built the company around? Um, yeah. So honestly, when I started cooking, I... I wanted I wanted people to eat whole food, yeah. and I wanted them to eat balanced. So um, originally, when I started Fit Flavors, I didn't have all the macros and all the calories as a part of the plan because I just didn't have the manpower or the time to to break down all every recipe for every dish every single week because I changed the the menu every single week. It was twelve new items. Oh wow! So I wrote an entire new menu every week. It could have any cuisine, any different cooking technique. So 10 sauces and yeah. all sides and all that stuff. So I based everything off portions and quality ingredients. And that's kind of like the, that that's still like our values and pillars today, yeah. you know, except now we have the resources. We, I mean, we have all, all the stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> you have a huge menu. Thanks. I mean, like we have all the resources to create all the macros and mm -hmm. provide everything for any dietary need. Like um, I have a whole person that just helps manage all of that now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where do you like to go to like get your ingredients? So um, we go a, a bunch of different places, but I mean, for the most part, Cisco is like an, a, an amazing purveyor. They have awesome partnerships and relationships with local farms and stuff like oh, that. Wow. So what they can do is they can actually like bring stuff from this farm and this farm to fill an order, oh, you that's know? Cool. Yeah. And like their meats and stuff, like they've bent over backwards for fit flavors. Let me just <laughs> tell you that. Like they really get us what we need and what we want. They've gotten a lot of cool stuff for us. Yeah. Um, and we do still work with a local farmer here actually too, um, that provide us some of our produce and all of our, uh, pasture raised eggs. Okay. Uh, that's one thing I was really big on was like 
getting the pasture-raised eggs. Yeah, that's big. That are fed, fed good diets um, versus just like a cage-free egg because a lot of people don't realize like the difference between pasture-raised and cage-free. Cage-free just means like you could be out of a cage for a couple hours a day, but then, right. then back in. Yeah. Um, pasture-raised means like the, the chickens spend majority of the day out on the pasture feeding on grass and bugs. Right. So yeah. the diets are different. Because they're omnivores. I mean, chickens are little savages. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's scary they are they were i think maybe i was watching rogan I, I i don't know if he like played a clip or something but it was a chicken eating a another chicken i've seen that but it was a it was a mouse this time so i've always wanted to kill a chicken oh really like s- take the head and snap it i've never done that but like i just think that would be so cool i don't know if i could do it today i walked <laughs> in my cooler and there was three fucking lobsters doing this at They're me moving? yes oh, and shit. i was like what are their lobsters <laughs> for in our cooler um i asked my chef to make me lobster bisque for a friend and i'm like he's probably testing the recipe today because i don't need it till this weekend but okay how i did not i mean they literally looking at me and the tentacles were moving i was like oh my god yeah lobsters are interesting right they're kind of like the bugs of the sea oh man i like them i mean i eat them i'm not big on shellfish i mean okay cr- uh, crustaceans i call them those aren't yeah. your jam i like i like mussels and and oysters so i can't say shellfish i meant crustaceans like shrimp and and lobster and yeah. crab i'm like i could go either way i'll eat them but yeah I don't i'll like, eat them i don't love them i'd rather have fish yeah yeah fish. i like fish salmon's good do you eat tilapia I don't eat a lot of tilapia. Okay. I'm always just, so many people feel like it's a healthy fish, mm-hmm. but like most of it's farmed. It's mm-hmm. not really a healthy fish. Yeah, and that's why I don't eat it. Yeah, yeah, yep. me either. Like there's, there's just so many like common mis- like uh, conceptions about food. Like to your point, like the difference between pasture-raised and cage-free eggs. Mm-hmm. Like the semantics start getting tricky mm-hmm. and businesses know that. Mm-hmm. Does that make your job difficult? Like whenever you're sourcing in different things? Oh yeah, well, I mean, obviously I'm passionate about certain things and we have certain standards here that we try to, that we try to meet as yeah. a company, yeah. um, you know, and our, our promise to our consumer, but you know, also there's like, there's a gap between us, the business and the consumer on like education. Right. So like we're trying to position ourselves to help educate and, yeah. and tell them what the difference is and about right. these products and stuff. Cause I think nowadays there's just so much misconception with food cause we don't know. And a lot of the big companies, they, they, they say things and print things on their labels and you don't yep. know, you just believe them and you think it's good. And that, yeah. Yeah. You don't know who to believe. I mean, it, so you have to educate yourself. You really yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so it, it just takes time and it's just one more thing for someone to do is like, I don't want to read about food. I just want to eat healthy food. Just feed it to me. Right. And that's what we're here for. You yeah, know, you so just make it easier for everybody. Right. Right. Did you watch that new documentary, Game Changers? Uh-uh. It's, um, it's pretty new on Netflix. It's essentially, like, in a nutshell, it's just kind of driving people uh, towards just more plant-based. Okay. Um, my issue is when they start kind of going over, like, trying to get people more into, like, the whole the vegan camp. I'm not against vegans. It's a very challenging kind of way to eat. Um, so some people may not do well with that, but I just didn't know if maybe you had saw it. Um, I, I would imagine when stuff like that comes out um, – I think plant-based is great. I think plant-based is the way to go. Are you vegan? No. Okay. God, no. Yeah, as I said, I thought I heard you eat meat. So <sighs> that would be hard. It'd be super hard. I mean, because you have to supplement like B12, and um, I think eggs are just one of like it's. I just it's, love food too it's much. It's just nature's multivitamin. I, I, I love food. Yeah. Um, 
I'm 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 a big component on everything in moderation. Yeah, that's just kind of my thing. Even when we're thinking talking about like tequila, try to keep so it like eighty like, twenty. Yeah, like you gotta have some tequila, you gotta have some cookies, you gotta have healthy food, but like yeah. you gotta be able to sustain for years on that diet. And yeah, plant based meaning like the majority of my, my the foods I eat, I try right. to eat fruits and vegetables. At, like a lot of it that should be but i most. i do eat a lot of whole grains i know a lot of people won't touch grains like yeah i'll eat whole wheat pasta i'll eat rice i'll eat potatoes yeah um you know and moderate moderate servings of, of protein i eat a lot of vegetarian to be honest with you oh I me do. too there's some days i won't go like i won't even eat meat some days yeah um it's, it's totally doable right i would i just i didn't know if maybe that sometimes when things like that come out i know a lot of trainers they start getting all these different questions so i didn't know if maybe like your staff maybe also saw that as well like you start we haven't talked about that one yet yeah because education oh we have i mean in the stores we definitely see an influx whatever's trending right we will see an influx of that like come through the stores with people asking questions and like we've we've tried to create um we have we call it our nutrition binder we have this thing in the store where it basically supports any type of diet that you're on or restriction that you may have and helps you use our menu as like a resource to get what you need right so okay if you're on whole 30 here's what you can have if you're following weight watchers here's all your points if you're low sodium here's the lowest to the highest for every meal yeah like we give everybody what they need and then they need to manage that on their own right yeah you've really incorporated um just a huge educational piece mm-hmm. to your to your company right yeah Don't you, um I, i'm gonna fuck it is it fit you okay uh so fit you was something we did a long time no ago. no longer doing that well we were just having talks about okay. it but um fit you is our educational piece to yeah to the community yeah we we closed down our actual curriculum classes okay. that we were offering okay uh just because We've been trying to grow the company. We can only do so much. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, but we're trying to find a way that we can offer it in other ways. Um, Yeah. If if you are interested in Fit Flavors, I mean, go to our website, sign up for our newsletter. It's not like a salesy, like coupons and stuff like that. It is a blog written by myself or a registered dietitian or another girl we have on staff that is educating you on uh, myths that are out there, um, just anything about food. I do a lot of blogs on actual cooking. Yeah. Um, cause I could talk about that and like, I, I love to talk about cooking. So they, they, they asked me to write those ones, which <laughs> I love. Um, I, and I think I, my next blog, I'm going to talk about like our bulk section. Okay. And just like how I use the bulk proteins and starches at home with my family and how I use that as a tool for my meal prep. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just very digestible educational piece you get once a week and you can just, it's probably like a three to four or five minute read. Yeah. It's great for someone who's w- trying to learn but doesn't have a lot of time. Yeah. Well, just a little bit along the way. goes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. a little bit all the time because yep. there's just so much to go through and so much to sift through. Um, so do you, do you, do you ever see yourself like doing like a cooking show? Um, I could do it. I probably have the personality too. I'm goofy. You for sure. I mean, you're <laughs> I'm goofy enough. I'd probably be entertaining. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd love to if that ever happened. Yeah, you know, I think you'd, be, I think you'd be good at that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, um, you could even just that. That's the thing with like Instagram and YouTube. Like, you have the power to essentially do whatever you want as far as like distribution is concerned. Like, mm-hmm. the channels are all there. I guess it's just all about bandwidth, right? You only yeah. have so much time. Yeah. Um. It's funny. Um. I learned how to cook by watching Food Network. Did you? That's. I did a that, lot of that too. That's a. Ri- that's originally how I learned how to cook. I started watching Food Network when I started getting into fitness because I realized, oh my God, if I want to be in shape and like lean out, like I got to eat better and I don't know how to cook. And then I was like, I need to know how to cook. So I started watching Rachel Ray, 
Giada De Laurentiis, Everyday Italian, um, the Barefoot Contessa. And like I would yep. take what they were doing and then I'd say, okay, I got to make that healthy. I can't have that pasta. So then I would go home, try to recreate a dish, but make it healthy. And yeah. that kind of started my love with food. Just experimenting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. I feel like that's probably the only way to do it. I was watching it when I'd walk on the treadmill. Oh, really? Yep. Nice. Like, literally, nice. I'd be doing cardio and yeah. taking in cooking. <laughs> yeah. I used, Whenever I used to cut weight for fighting, because I used to fight at 170 pounds, and I typically walked around like 190. So I had to cut like 20 pounds of weight for a Jeez. fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Were you like wearing a trash bag and spitting into a bottle? Was um, that you? Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> it was not fun. It's not smart either. But I would get so obsessed with Food Network during that time. Because like you were hungry. Yep. I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> eat, but I'm like, I'm watching it like it's porn. Like, I'm just, oh, yeah, I like that. I like that. That's like torture. <laughs> it is. It's weird. And I'd go through like Pinterest or something. I'd be like pinning all these oh recipes. Oh, my God. You're I'm torturing like, yourself. Yeah, like I'm going to eat this cake and this and that. And then like I'd weigh in and I'd have like I'd have water and I'd hydrate. And I'm like, I don't want any of this food anymore. But yep. I would just watch it and watch it and watch it. And you learn so much just by watching. Yep. You also went to culinary school. Though. I did. Do you feel like you got a lot out of culinary school as far as, I mean, you probably get some techniques and different things, but I mean, did you kind of, were you already kind of set with what you taught yourself? Um, did you get a whole lot of extra out of it? So I did get some good stuff. I kind of went to a condensed uh, okay. course. It was, a, it was about a year. It was at La Cordon Bleu. Okay. And I... I wanted the credential behind my name just because right. I was like, I'm just some trainer girl cooking out of her house. Like, what do I have to stand on? So I'm yeah. like, I need to be, I have no, I've never worked in the industry, so I can't say I've worked at this country club or worked at this fancy restaurant. Like, yeah. if I'm ever going to market myself, I need to have something. At least I can say I'm a trained chef. Right. So um, I did go to school and it was great for uh, the things that taught me, like basic knife skills. Right. Um kitchen etiquette the the mother sauces i went to a, a french culinary school so like i learned the basic sauces and how from yeah. there I, you can do a lot um i did learn culture against culture across cuisines was the coolest class because we did thai food indian food italian food and you just got to learn about the culture and what was indigenous to the area and how the oh, foods yeah, like the flavors and i loved learning about um when the back in the day when people would travel by boat and they would take spices and foods oh, to yeah. other countries and then they would um fusion the foods yeah and that's a lot of like um how a lot of those dishes and stuff came about yeah was brought by, over on boats from country to country right. and just yeah it was very, very cool. A lot of culture gets transported through food mm -hmm. across, like, you know, boundaries and lines and different things. That's so, It is so cool. Um, do you have, like, a, a type of food? I know you're Italian, right? Mm -hmm. Is that your favorite type of food, or do you Actually, have... no. I lean more towards, like, the Asian and Thai. Do you? I love that kind of stuff. Okay. I, recently, I've been really digging, like, Middle Eastern cuisine. For some reason, just the curry. I don't know. I just really? love that flavor. Yeah. Mm. Curry and, um, and, and cumin. Not cumin. I'm tripping. Um, Coriander? No. Turmeric? Turmeric. There we go. Uh -huh. Yeah, curcumin would be the... the do you do coconut rice? No. Just put coconut milk on some white basmati rice. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's a good move. Yeah, yeah. and pair that with like a red curry veggie, like veggie and chicken thing. Oh, bam. Yeah, I got to get into like actually making the curries. I'm still just like ordering from like Thai places. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, but it's I, I like to cook all Get the like your I whole spices, day. toast your spices... Smash them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's There's a lot of steps to it. Um, for cooking, yeah. For cooking, which I guess that probably 
is why so many people don't want to do it. But I always have a, I'm always like, it doesn't take that much time to create like a healthy meal. But I guess that's where you guys come in, right? Yeah. 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 And that I think too, like if I think back to where, when I didn't know how to cook, like it's, I remember looking at recipes and going, oh, there's too many ingredients. I'm not making that. And it's like, it, it's just maybe like five different spices, but the, the 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 amount would just be overwhelming sometimes if you didn't know how to cook or you'd see so many directions means more steps. And yeah, um, I've always learned like you need to read the recipe from start to finish once just to see it. Yeah, because once you read it, you're like, oh, I get that, and then go back and read it again and get ready. Yeah. Um, one of the best things I learned in culinary school, and I still do to this day, and I highly recommend, and I'd say most of our chefs do this in the kitchen is. Uh, mise en place which is all your stuff in place before you cook so uh, like I tested two new recipes for our spring menu today and um, before I started cooking I weighed everything out got everything like organized like get ready for the flat top because I was going to saute and everything's portioned ready already diced already sliced and then you throw on it together, it's boom, 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 done. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then you're not like, oh, shoot, where's the garlic? Oh, I need this spice. And then you're running around looking for something. Right, something's burning while you're, like, chopping something. Oh, that's the worst, you know? <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah. Like, Try it. that. Try getting all your stuff in one place yeah. right by your cooking area and just having it there. Yeah. And you don't have to go for anything. That's why I've noticed just watching, like, Food Network. Uh-huh. Everything's always, like, in these nice little organized little yeah. bowls. They're like, we're just going to put this on here, put this on yeah. there. Yeah, I'm like, I probably won't do it that to that extreme but no, it, it if does you just help have just them, to be prepared just having them come out yep yeah mm-hmm. yeah um now you've you've expanded the business and you're you're doing um shipping to seven states we talked about that yeah. a little bit um how's that how's that been going that we, transition we just launched that a little bit ago so yeah. it is it's that's new the right most now. recent thing right yeah yeah so just a lot of stuff internally that we're working through and just uh like I said, trying to learn how to talk to different markets when you don't have a like a brand presence there. Yeah, you know, like in St. Louis, where I think we're pretty rooted. We've been here for six years. For and sure, we have three stores, and you know, we've been making deliveries here for two years. So, and we've been to so many events, like right. myself and the people on the team. So we we know people in the community and other businesses. So right. it just helps network and get the word out. Yeah. And now we're just like, hey, we're available in another city. It doesn't mean just business flocks in. Like, you got to find a way to connect. How to get to them. Yeah. I don't know if it, is it like, is it influencer marketing? It's is all it, that stuff. Yeah, it's like, it's oh, everything. Man. Yeah. It's just the, the evolving puzzle of business, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, now, how do you, because you're, you're, you, you seem to like teach yourself often, right? Like, um, what? Very resourceful. Yeah, like you're, <laughs> yeah, you're like you're self-taught in quite a few things. Like, what's your process for learning, or how do you like to learn? Do you um, is it always by doing? Do you sometimes me read? personally? Podcast. Um, not like everybody on my team, which I I we wouldn't be where we are with a lot of the people on the team. Like, I cannot take all the credit for all of this, but for me personally, yes, I'm just like get in there, mess it up, yeah. and like make it better as you go. Okay. Because I I like to just start doing it. Just 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 go. Okay. And start because if not, it's like I always say it's. Um, and what is it, analysis of paralysis, oh, like yeah. you know, overthinking it. Absolutely. And like I've drove myself crazy for the past year and a half trying to find the right container for something we're changing to. <laughs> and it's like, then I got to get the logo to look right on the container and then it's got to fit in the box with the right insulation and then the right ice and then it's got to ship. And it's like you could just go in circles and you oh. don't have the answer until you stuff a couple boxes and you try it. Yeah. So, you know, it's just you got to start doing it. And there is some cost to research and development that yeah. you just concur. Like it is just is what it is. And you got to be willing to 
to shell out some money to try new things and yeah. fail and get feedback. Um, I remember when we first launched the um, home deliveries in St. Louis, uh, we, we just celebrated like two years a couple months ago. Um, you know, that's what I started the business on. But when I opened the brick and mortars, like we just did stores for three and a half years so you went away from the, so you started the delivery went away from it for the brick and mortar and then added yeah it back in and then we just added it back in and um when we launched that i go i'm gonna call 20 of our best customers that are ogs my yeah. ogs and i'm just gonna say hey i need you to do this process i need you to order and i need you to do it this way and then let me deliver it to your house and yeah. then give me feedback and that's literally how it started and then nice. I, I i asked them to do it again and then it just started from there and that's kind of how we we got it rolling. Oh, right on. Um, have you had any like business mentors along the way, or just mentors in general along the way? Uh huh. Um, yeah. Um, I've had some. Some that I. Uh, some not so much. Not some not 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 ones that I connected with, and okay. then um, I'll be honest. Like my husband's been amazing. Yeah. He's a lot older than me. Not that much older, but <laughs> he's eight years older than me. I feel like enough enough years ahead to where he's been in business and just around corporate and just traveled and been in sales. So he's, he's yeah. very, he's, he's a finance person. So like he understands that and he's been amazing with helping me. Yeah. It's like the best business partner. Right there. Yeah. Walk yeah. through a lot of this stuff and help me, you know, I, that, talk to he made a joke the other day like if for him like the stress level he has he's like yeah i deal with my kids and that's 750 questions my wife asked me a day <laughs> and i'm like oh my god is it that bad i'm like wow okay i can't make a decision without you if you don't ask um, you don't know so um you know i would say him and then um I'll be honest, like just following first form. I listened to a lot of Andy's podcasts. I yeah. can I can, can connect with his message really, really well. I would say he's been a mentor for me for sure. Yeah. Um, and just more so anything like telling me what to do, but more so I connected with okay, everything I'm doing is right because that's what he did too. And I just need to keep doing it. So right. it, it a lot of the same similarities that made me feel good with what I was doing and to keep going. Yeah. Like kind of getting that confirmation and say, like, all right, yeah, I am on the right path. Yeah. He said something to me. He said something the other day that really made sense to me. He goes, you know, when you're doing something right is when you're alone in the process yeah. and nobody else wants to do it and, right. and you're doing it yeah. and you feel like, all right. That's such a good feeling. I, I'm willing to do this shit because nobody else is. Yeah. You know, um, I feel like sometimes like people think, well, you're 10 years into your business. Oh, it's so big. But deep down, I see everything on the inside and I don't feel like that all the time. But like, I'll still do things for the company where people will be like, you still do that? And I'm like, yeah, I still do that. Right. Like, when is it? Is it when am I too good to do those things? Right. And like when I hear that, it's like you don't get it. Right. Like you must you must not get it if you think that I shouldn't have to do those things. It's interesting talking to people who don't really like understand like what all goes into building anything. Have you ever get told like um like you're so lucky, Julian? Uh, you ever get told that? I got told that the other day cuz someone was like, "Man, what do you do most no. of the time?" I'm like, "Man, I am just really focused on building this." You're mm -hmm. like, "Oh, man, lucky you get to do that." I'm like, "Bro, like I don't know. Like I'm working my ass off. Like there's no luck here like going on." Yeah, no. I don't I don't know if I can recall th that okay. specific thing. Okay. Yeah, well, I just, I just, I, I just know that it takes work to build anything, so I just didn't know if that was any something that maybe you've ever encountered where people like because they don't see ninety percent of what happens. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And kind of to your point, 
they feel like you've grown the business to a certain point. So you, now you must just kind of be just chilling and just you know living the high <laughs> life or whatever. They, I don't know what yeah. I don't know what is, what they think. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they don't feel like you're you're still doing some of the day to day stuff. Yeah, it definitely um, owning a business like th- with this size, like it it changes you because you're always on. Yeah. You have to always be on regardless of where you're at, and yeah. you want to be on. Like. Yeah. Like, even when I'm on my me time, like, when I'm shopping at the mall after I've blow-dried my hair, like, <laughs> I'm on. I'm ready to pitch anybody I see or meet yeah. any any chance I get. Yeah. It, it is a perspective – or it's a potential customer. Yeah. Like, and that's the that's the way I view every conversation I ever have outside of work. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Uh, Grant Cardone made a really good point um, that stuck with me. I don't know. He has a book called Seller Be Sold. He has a lot of them, but uh-huh. I, I listened to the audio version because there's like a ton of like extra content in there. But one of the points that stuck with me was like, you should always be selling, especially if you, if you really do have the best service or product, you're not only doing yourself a disservice, but you're also doing them a disservice if you're not really telling them about what you could do for mm. them. So like ever since I heard that, I'm like, yeah, you should always be trying to sell. I feel like we we too we're also selling something that helps people's yeah, lives in so many ways. Yeah. Um, not just with like convenience, but their health. You know, it's not like I'm selling, you know, like a, a materialistic thing. You know. Right. Yeah. And then you can help families along the mm-hmm. way, right? Because it starts top down with mm-hmm. kids, right? Is that is that a big motivator for you? Since like I mean, obviously, family seems to be like a core nucleus for you. Like the fact that you are helping so many families. Is Do you ever think about that? Like like. Uh, maybe a better way to say it is, do you ever think about like the legacy that you're building? I don't know. I guess I don't. (laughs) I don't know. That's cool. Um, That's great. Thank you. But uh, no, I don't know. I mean, I definitely know like sometimes we'll, I'll get a compliment from someone and like it, it, it's, it, it, it's awesome when they're like, wow, like, thank you so much. You've really helped my life. Like, you know, you get those kind of things and it, you don't hear that, but when you do, you don't hear that that much. But when you do, you're like, wow, like, like they're really? they're serious. Like, yeah, where would I would where would I be without you guys? And it's like, wow, that's awesome. Right? Yeah, I mean, you've definitely a, a, you're a pillar of the St. Louis community, right? And then now you're like you're expanding, so I'm sure I'm you're probably like one of the most appreciative and uh, useful customers of our product. Like, yeah. I don't know where <laughs> I would be without the product. Like. There's always fit flavors in our cooler. My husband eats so much of it. It's, yeah. 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 Like, I'm sure your kids don't know any anything different than, like, eating healthy. So it's funny. What we do at home is I call it the hodgepodge. Like, we'll I'll take out a couple meals, and I'll open them up. And one might be salmon and rice, and then there might be, like, a burger and a mashed potato. And then, like, they get to pick from pick the meals. Choose. Yeah. And, you know, they, oh, that's cool. they hodgepodge it out. Yeah. I mean, they, now there's ownership. They just made their own meal, yeah. essentially. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's super cool. Um, so... What th- I want to touch on uh, real quick the the smoothie bar because okay. um, I, I don't I, that's not like I guess the primary started like you know piece of your business right but you did add in the smoothie bar I think so many people do smoothies wrong um, it's it's where it's it's easy to go wrong with smoothies right so mm-hmm. can you kind of like talk about the smoothie bar and like maybe how people do mess up doing smoothies I just wanted to add one more thing on my plate. I had a mental breakdown in 2016 right after that store opened. Oh, okay. I had just had my second kid. That, that was the third location, right? Third location. Thought I'd launch a smoothie bar. Just had a second kid. One was on my boob. The other one was sleeping in my bed every night. <laughs> like, I wasn't sleeping. I was a hot mess. Yeah. I, like, seeked professional help from so many different things. <laughs> yeah, then I got that sleep therapist. I joined an, um, an entrepreneur organization and... Um, 
I did one more thing. Oh, I got a personal assistant, which I n- no longer have. But oh, okay. Yeah, I was in a... You're just piling it all oh, on, Oh, man, huh? it was a crazy time. But, um, you know, I was just... I, from working at the gyms earlier, uh, we had a smoothie bar that it always had. I'm not going to say the brand, but it was a pre-made drink mix. It was just sugar. Yeah, it's all sugar. They take out the fiber. That you would pour in there. And then I worked at another gym that would make it with fresh fruit. And I was like... Finally, they're doing it right. It's so simple. Like, why right. Why doesn't everybody do it like this? Yeah. Um, you know, and I always love smoothies, but, you know, I just don't drink a lot of them because they're full of sugar. And, right. Um, we had the space at the location, and I thought, man, we should open a smoothie bar. That'd be awesome. I can, we can make them like whole food meals, like our meals, except they'll be in smoothie form. And that was kind of where we started. Do you ever see, like pairing those with every location, or are you you're just going to keep it at the one? Um. Well, right now, that would involve, like, tearing down locations from a space perspective yeah, yeah and i just i don't know right now if that's where we're gonna what we're gonna do it would be very disruptive to the current stores yeah 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 know? well i guess maybe i was thinking more so at, if you do add other locations if I added, uh, it would, it would are, definitely be something grow. i thought through because i mean it would just be a small um investment on the front end for like the equipment and stuff but we had the process and yeah the proven product that is amazing so yeah probably. I, just, I just cringe um at the amount of sugar that people drink whether it's like in a smoothie or sometimes like those naked fruit juices or something <laughs> <laughs> and they i think people think they're doing something healthy and they just they just don't really know you know what i yeah. mean so um, I think it's cool. I mean, obviously, like everything that you're doing, as far as there's, you're you're offering like the the nutritional aspect, as far as like you know, what's in all the meals, and you know you have food, but sometimes you don't want to eat something, you want to have like a smoothie, so mm-hmm. you can be kind of building onto that piece too. I thought. Yeah, and that was kind of um, going to back to your first question, like why did you create the smoothies this way? Like, I I wanted it to be a whole food meal, so yeah. Even if there is sugar in it, like it's balanced with slow digesting carbohydrates, um, unsaturated fat, and protein, right. and or so there's a balance of those. Right. Um, and it was, I will admit, I was in tears over that menu in my kitchen, oh, really? and at home many times, uh, just with trying to get the, them to come out the right consistency. Yeah. Because like when you take sugar and carbohydrates out of a smoothie have you ever tried to blend up just two scoops of isolate or, or whey protein in a blender what happens i've never done that no yeah don't do it, it <laughs> it's horrible like it just it it doesn't really blend unless there's a lot of fillers in the um stuff to make it thick and creamy but uh, okay. like it just gets stuck with the ice like it won't blend that makes sense you got to add milk and fruit and bananas and sugars you got to add that stuff so when we were yeah. trying to create some low carb ones I had to get super creative with how we would do this, and it was yeah. um, finding the right proteins and stuff like that. But I used to, I, I I remember one time I came home crying to Jason. I'm like, this is so hard. Like they're coming out too icy, and some of them are too big. And he's like, Jillian, you've built a business in a, a have a menu that's way harder to do. Like this is a freaking smoothie. <laughs> he had no sympathy for me. He was like, yeah. He was like, sorry. No, you're fine. Get over it. And I just remember thinking like, oh my god, but. We figured it out, and yeah, you know, because the blenders have different speeds, so mm-hmm. like you're gonna have any any associate making these, so 
That's true. You know, like you, they got to be able to put one, two, three in a blender, hit start, and it'd be fine. Yeah. So we just set blender settings. I was just like, oh my god, all the things, ha- all the stars have to align for this smoothie to be, <laughs> and, and and it has to be nutritionally sound. So right. you know, we'd we'd render the recipe, and then we would look at the macros, and I'd say it's too much sugar. So we had to go back to the drawing board. We'd take stuff out, have to find a way to make it work again. Yeah, and then to be able to do that consistently. Yeah. Every time someone and that's, orders it, and that honestly is what. I do with the menu. It's it's a science project. Like today, I made the meal. Make sure the flavor profile is right. Did I execute the cooking techniques? Can I scale this to a hundred yeah. when we're cooking it every day? Yeah. How well can my chef do these four things in mass production? Will it will it compromise the flavor or the texture of the food? And then after it sits in my cooler for five days, how does this taste on day five? Oh, yeah. All those things we consider. Man, that's a lot of shit to think through, man. Yeah, it is. And, like, I mean, now it's easy because I've been doing it for so long. Yeah. But, like, so I just I create my recipe, and then I give it to my nutrition analyst. She works on the numbers. She comes back. She says, here's what you got. Yeah. I don't like them. I go, okay, I'm going to try this again, and I'm going to try this technique a little different. We make it again, then we scale it, and then we put it on the menu. So Yeah. And that's the secret to success, yeah. right? Right, that's, that's, that's it. Just go do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just go do it. Man, it's so cool. Um, so what what's like what's in the pipeline as far as like where do you see um, everything going moving forward for you right now? So um, really just getting saturated in these these new cities is yeah. gonna be a big goal for us. Um, and and focusing on learning how to communicate with these markets so we can replicate that and more. Yeah. Um, and then um, obviously still providing the most amazing service and, and product here in St. Louis for all of our customer base is yeah. is so important. And we want to really continue to educate people. And that's, that's kind of a way we've really f- – We've focused a lot of our marketing and where we're taking our company is with our education and support with what we're offering customers. Because, like, right now, you know, this is definitely a – uh, a market where there's more comp- competition yeah. and people coming into this you space. You more and more services. Yeah, so up. like how can we differentiate ourselves and, and people uh, know, what can people know us for? So we want to be um, consistent and we yeah. want to be providing education and definitely support through the buying process and the journey. Whether, you know, I just met you and, you know, you might have X, Y, and Z with your eating or your nutrition. Well, okay, I'll meet you here. Here's what I can help you with. But also, let's get you here. Yeah. So um, it's it's learning where our, our consumers are and helping them get to a better better spot with food so it can become more of a lifestyle right rather than oh i'm gonna sign up for this meal prep company i hate that i hate that term meal prep yeah meal no this is just food that people should be eating all the time like there's no like i'm on prep i'm off prep like i don't live that way i I don't want our company to come off that way right yeah like it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle like you could go to the bread co or you could go to fit flavors like you have a choice and a decision where you want to eat you eat lunch every day like i want people to just use us as a lunch spot right you know and i I think sometimes people think i have to do has to be a meal prep like i have to buy all these meals no like just come be a part of the lifestyle making better choices of eating a healthy meal right you know get one or two or three for the week if you want to buy six or ten or fifteen you know like you can do that you could totally (laughs) do that but i think I think a lot of people associate meal prep and meal companies with that whole like sign up, yeah. sign up this subscription. It has you have to get this many. Right. Like 
and that doesn't work consistently forever for everyone. But right. eating healthy does. Right. Yeah. And then I guess some people might feel pressure, like, oh, I can't go in there because I got to buy all of no. this. No. Like, no. It's yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many times meal. I've been at the cooler with people like on their first time, and I'm actually telling them not to buy as much stuff. I'm telling, oh, yeah. I'm begging them not to buy more than five. I'm like, trust me, let's do this. Let's get you started with five. You've never eaten pre-made food. If right. you can get through these, come back in five days. And buy more, but like I don't want you to waste the product, you know. So it's I think sometimes people think it's all or nothing and it's it's on or off or we kinda we kinda kinda have this joke, we hear people say, I'm gonna do it. We're like, You mean eat? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna do it. Like I'm gonna start. You're gonna start what? Like eating healthy, like just eat healthy. Yeah. More frequently. It's just one more choice. It's that on and off thing that I just want people to just realize it's always there and it's always something they can walk into and they're never falling off. They're just managing that 80-20. Right. And that is is part of our philosophy is the 80-20. Right. Yeah, I think that's definitely the best way to look at it. It, So many people, they'll say, like, I'm going on a diet. Uh It's like, no, like, a diet is just the way you're eating. Like, you don't really, like, go on this thing. You just want to make eating healthy this, this, you know, maybe, like, the way you eat, we call it a diet, but I feel like that word is, we kind of, ruin that word a little bit yeah and there there are diets that people follow where they're eliminating something yeah and that's where it does get hard to be sustainable because and and you know some people do it for health reasons and Mm -hmm. i get that but you still have to sustain it right so um we can meet that person where they are and we have products that will meet every person's you know allergy or dietary need right we just want to be the resource for you yeah whether it's through education or through our food like we right. are here to help you wherever you are at on that journey we're just making your life easier that's what we want to do for you oh perfect well <laughs> we'll uh we'll end there julian uh, Jill- <laughs> julian julian sorry <laughs> you did it you called me julian everybody does I, I fucked it up i fucked it rick we gotta start all over <laughs> um yeah that's that's a perfect note to end on though for real um how can the folks check you out? Um, is there anywhere you want to direct them to? Time is yours. Um, yeah, we're on Instagram and Facebook, Fit Flavors. Yep. And um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram, just Jillian Tedesco. Um, our website's probably going to be one of the best places you can go. Um, people like pictures. We mm-hmm. got every picture of every meal on our website. Um, all of our blogs are on our website. So if you're wanting to sign up for that or look for any information. And then if you have any dietary need or any um uh you're you're on any uh let me say like you have a restriction or you're on a diet either or we have like all the lists of stuff on there and you can click on which one speaks to you and it'll show all the meals that yeah fit your diet and that's fit dash flavors right yeah so yep it's the hyphen yep and I'll, i'll put all this in the show notes so people can easily find it and definitely guys check it out it's it's very easy to navigate yeah tons of and um on with our delivery um we right now we're only shipping out of state one day a week okay so you receive your food on wednesday and it's good through the following wednesday okay so it's um, good for one week yes it's good for one week and um if you're local here in st louis we deliver four days a week saturday sunday monday and wednesday oh nice nice yeah, yeah there's no reason to not try it so i always said like you can either walk into a store buy a meal you can order ahead and have them delivered or if you're totally need to you can call uber 
We're on <laughs> Uber Eats. You guys are on Uber Eats? We're on Uber Eats in the city, yeah. Oh, nice. That's a good move. That's yeah. Good, and there's, and if you are I've ordered Uber Eats before. I've actually gone onto Uber and ordered Fit Flavor and had it delivered to my house. It was a good experience. It was. And I, uh, I actually did it last weekend. I got my hair done. And I was sitting and I was like, I'm going to order Uber. And I ordered us Fit Flavor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's positive all the way around. Yeah. Right on. Well, Jillian, thank you so much for yeah, doing yeah. this. This is fun. Thank uh, you. Everybody, until next time. Hey, yo, I know you guys enjoyed that conversation. I did. Jillian's the shit. Uh, Hey, listen, again, go check them out. Fit-flavors.com. They have some amazing food. Uh, Also, big thank you to Jumbo Superfoods. Go to JumboCBD.com. Also, big thank you to St. Louis Deck and Fence. Go to STLDeckandFence.com. And as always... Huge, huge thank you to Convergence Media Group. Go to ConvergenceMG.com. Check them out. They specialize in helping companies and brands build their uh, their awareness, build their their presence in a digital world. They will help you with strategy and content creation. They will help you grow an audience and uh man we've partnered with them and and i absolutely love working with these guys they're amazing so go to convergencemg.com also convergencemg across all social platforms that's it guys i will see you next time love you bye